0: and welcome to Opportunities, EU Industry Day's podcast, presenting trends and challenges, but also different opportunities that the industrial transformation brings for European companies. In this episode, the next generation for the next innovation, we're putting young people in the driver's seat for fresh ideas and possible signposts for European industry to watch out for. Now, we're privileged to be speaking with Deborah Samoran, founder of Empower the Family, who shares her views on this.
1: How can we support single parents who want to create a better life for themselves, who want to get out of that poverty circle, who want to get out of that this, those disadvantaged circumstances? How can we support them to make sure that they have a successful outcome? They come out the other side with their degree or their master's, and they're able to then go on and live their lives and support themselves and their son and their kids. and. Um, I, there was no answer for that in Ireland, to be completely honest with you. And that's where Empower the Family came from.
0: Flavio Proetti-Pentosti from the Officine Italia project.
2: Specifically about Officine Italia, it's, uh, we could say it's a civil activism project that started out uh, about a year ago uh, in Italy. And um, and we're, we're trying to, to make our voice heard very
0: much. Jean Guat co-founder and CEO of Connexio.
3: Our principal mission is to really uh, work on upskilling and prepare for the future of work, vulnerable populations today, specifically on a mix of soft skills and digital skills.
0: We also have with us Lucy Bash, co-founder and chief expansion officer of Too Good To Go.
4: Too Good To Go is about fighting food waste. So we have the ambition of creating a global movement for fighting food waste. And the way we do that is by inspiring and empowering everyone to make a difference and uh, and fight food waste. So we started with an app that connects stores that might have leftovers at the end of the day to every one of us um, that can pay a small price on the app to come at the end of the day and pick up all the food that would have been thrown away 10 minutes later.
0: Just to sort of pivot over to the, the, the topic of this particular episode, I'd like to get your uh, input on that. What does the episode title "Next Generation for Next Innovation" invoke or mean to you?
4: Uh, it means a lot, to be honest. Uh, I think um, I'm I'm fighting to to prove that we can create a future generations of companies that. Um, that do good. And uh, to Good To Go is a social impact company, meaning we aim for our vision of a planet with no food waste. And we support that with a strong business model that allows us to scale as fast as possible. And for me, that's really the future is how can we build a next generation of companies that aims to improve the society and use money as a mean to grow their impact as fast as possible and as much as possible.
0: What do you think, Flavia? Well, uh, I would say the first
2: thing it's uh, responsibility, and I really believe that what what we're saying here, that next generation for the next innovation, really means something. Really means that the next generation can uh, support the the so support the choices and and the, you know and the processes, the the very tiny from the tiny decision to the huge decisions that will bring on innovations and very much you know change it's uh, it's not innovation per se it's change for a better society a better better governments and better uh, social uh, social endeavors
0: and jean what do you think
3: I think that uh, the question of next generation for next innovation, when I hear this phrase, it evokes to me several things. One is that I think young leaders today, um, you know, we're encouraged more and more to think outside the box. Uh, You know, we're digitally and globally minded. Um, We have a lot of information, sometimes too much information put to our use. And, you know, we're thinking about how do we want to leverage these factors all for uh, social impact. Um, I think the other thing about also kind of the youth generation today, so to speak, is that we're probably one of the largest and also most connected uh, in history. You know, we have um, a easy use of kind of tech uh, and kind of the new technologies. Uh, and we're also taught to be able to learn uh, more quickly, you know, kind of on the ground.
0: And for you, Deborah, is that something you considered?
1: To be completely honest with you, it means that we will actually start tackling social issues in a really innovative way because the, that generation coming up they're so intelligent they're going to be more intelligent than the previous generations but before them naturally and um, they're so intelligent and they're going to also be care about social issues they're going to care about solving social issues I think more so than flying cars so that's what it means to me to be completely honest with you I do feel that and um, Millennials and Gen Zs are quite in- incredible in terms of their focus on, on trying to solve social, social justice issues.
0: Um, all right, just going a little further, uh, how important do you think is uh, what they'd like to say over here at consultation and dialogue? So basically talking to the young people, how important is that in getting things right for them in the next decade or more?
4: Yeah, I believe um, this this new generation is um, has so much access to information now with uh, with the digital world that that we realize all the absurdities in our world. And I mean, for me, I think I was twenty years old when I realized that today we throw away one third of the food we produce, and I was like, "This is insane." I mean, how, how can how can we accept that? And and how how is it that uh, not? we don't have the whole world talking about how crazy this is so i think the fact that we have more access to information and the fact that we 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 feel like suddenly a lot of things become possible um that that force uh, my generation to to want to do something that makes sense and you know uh, also work for something that makes sense uh, we're not ready anymore to just swap our time against money uh, and enjoy in the weekend and during the holiday we want to Wake up every day knowing why uh, why we're doing this, and I think um, it's uh, it's it's really this way that we can basically uh, build a revolution of uh, empowering everyone to to choose uh, what they are passionate about and to put all their energy uh, towards solving that.
0: Anything to add, Flavia?
2: What has happened, especially during the pandemic, especially basically in the last year? Um, digital has been even more an enabler so the way we have been using digital tools has been as an add on to what we feel right in terms of what what we need to express ourselves to try to you know chip in the the wider conversation at the political level at the social level at the business level itself so i think the, 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 the real answer to this is we are probably, uh, as a younger generation, more apt to these tools, but this also puts us in a position where we really need to use them in a different way, in a, in a, with a different, totally different approach. And this is what we're also trying to do with, uh, well, well, we can say collaborative approaches through digital and analogical tools.
0: Is that something you've considered, Gene?
3: Yeah, I think there's a few things that we can probably do, um, given that, you know, uh, we're probably one of the first generations that really grew up uh, with the internet, uh, so to speak, and we're used to the speed at which new technologies are introduced into society. Uh, we have also probably, you know, with um, the different uh, crises, the di- different things that have occurred and expectation and resilience to um, be able to adapt to changes. So I think um, different ways that we can really adapt on them is making sure that uh, we really play on this theme of interconnectedness i think we're also in one of the most globally connected uh you know world uh today and i think one of the things that we have to leverage is thinking about you know how do we come up with like new ideas how do we really also in some sense um leverage you know difficulties challenges that we've had uh to really spark motivation um you know seeing the needs on the ground and being able to kind of do something about it rather quickly
0: what do you think deborah
1: the actions are what matter. So I think creating spaces where young people can be empowered to not only like have those discussions, but actually move them and have like a bit of a budget and a support network there to, to move them from ideas that would maybe make things better to something you can actually try out and see if it makes things better and then try and roll out on a bigger scale. And there's something I'm pretty sure that the EU run some sort of social entrepreneur um, free program online. And things like that are really, really great because someone hears the word social entrepreneur, that's not what I thought I was. I didn't even know what that word meant two years ago. But they just know that they want to help solve issues. They want to help people. So things like that just make things seem a lot less intimidating. So just trying to create initiatives that create that space, even if it's just a mental space for young people to explore different ideas of how they can solve social issues in their communities, um, and trying to empower them to be able to bring those things from ideas into into action, I think, is is re- is more important than than just talk.
0: How can the next generation of Europeans make the change happen? What's needed?
4: I also think we need to really work hand in hand with uh, with the the huge companies uh, that uh, we could call uh, of the uh, of the ancient world, but also with the uh, with the with the with the municipalities and the governments to to really make a, a difference. It's it's really about uh, you know we all have a role to play, and we need to make sure that we share common objectives and that we accept uh, to work together. So I think it's, it's changing a little bit the way we think. Uh, I, I love the, the quote, uh, collaboration is the new competition and uh, and this this idea of, uh, of acting to work together towards a better world because at the end of the day, we'll all benefit from it.
0: So Flavio, is that something you've also thought about? Well, that is a huge question, I would say, Chris. Um,
2: truth is, we, we are aware that In the coming years our contribution is going to be necessary and in an aging continent uh, we really 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 need to enable this uh, next generation and enabling doesn't just mean you know uh, supporting or or just you know giving um, bonuses or stuff like this which is often the case especially i must say in my country um, we're not really pleased with that what i would like to see very honestly, is faith in the next generation. So more responsibility, more more connection, more discussion, and uh, all in all, uh, more more enabling tools. So stuff that makes people want to do stuff and being able to do stuff, not simply you know uh, a nice pat on the back. Is that the way forward,
0: Gene?
3: Yeah, of the 32% um, of, you know, the uh, U27's population actually occurred to current statistics today, there's about a third that are at risk of poverty or social uh, exclusion. This is according to the 2019 Eurostat database. And so I think one of the first things um, to think about is maybe figuring out the best ways to support these young people's integration into society. You know, that's a little bit of the work that Connectio does through our upskilling um, in our integration programs and to welcome them as a source of future innovation, um, not only making their futures brighter, but, you know, having them to be able to support your Euro- European society more broadly. Um, and and I can think of building up on that, um, you know, there's this famous phrase that talent is equally distributed, but opportunity is not. And so, you know, how do we encourage also this next generation of entrepreneurs, you know, focusing them also on any important skills that we learned about today, which may be less focused on, you know, getting specific skills in a profession. But what are we often taught as entrepreneurs is how do you learn how to learn? Um, how do you learn how to build uh, you know, access to uh, a new network? How do you, you know, access also um, other types of support? Um, and so I think there's also an argument, you know, including um, the 32% that are, uh, you know, a third of the 32% that are um, at risk of um, social exclusion, socioeconomic exclusion today. How do we build and help them uh, gain access to information, uh, to network uh, and to opportunities?
1: Anything to add, Deborah?
3: I think the people
1: that are on that under thirty list are are people who can really help to drive social innovation initiatives forward, um, and they are already doing incredible things. And they can be people, if supported, can can maybe scale their programs that they have already to to help to to, to help other other countries and, and other people. Um, I know that there, I think that I'm pretty sure there was one guy who is actually. Ha- has actually found a way to distribute internet um or I- in third world countries that was on the list either this year or on a previous year. And randomly, we didn't realize that was something we needed so much of pre-COvid. and uh, we didn't realize there was I, we seem to all have been a bit ignorant is the fact that kids from disadvantaged backgrounds probably don't have Wi-Fi, probably don't have access to a smartphone, probably don't have access to uh, you know a laptop and everything else. So there's a lot there that we still need to do in our own backyard and also to help third world countries as well. So I think that's where the under 30s come in and is trying to bring their, trying to help them scale their ideas and also bringing their brains together to try and solve the current ideas that we have.
0: So what about uh, some of the programs and initiatives at the EU level that help young people, you know, whether it's from training and education or exchanges, career development have any experience of these ones uh and if so how do you think they can help industry
4: i think there is probably a whole work uh, from the the european uh commission uh, to to you know uh, reach uh, more to to the young people and tell them about those european programs and tell them about the opportunities to um to cross the borders and and really act as a european citizen and not anymore as a as a French, know, or just German, or, or Danish, um, so there is probably a whole work of communication and reaching out to this new, to this, to this young generation, um, to to enable them
3: to feel more connected to each other.
0: Anything to add, Jean?
3: Some of the social tournaments that we've uh, participated in, for example, we were semifinalists, finalists, respectively, um, in social information tournaments for the um, uh, European Commission and also the European Investment Bank. And so I think programs like these at the EU level to sponsor uh, and to support and highlight the work of social entrepreneurs, I think are helpful because not only does it, you know, kind of uh, bring our programs to light, but also help us connect with social entrepreneurs, you know, for us in Italy or in Spain or other countries that might be working on similar issues where we can really you know, build bridges and connect with each other.
0: What do you think, Flavia?
2: Yeah, well, I, I myself was uh, on, on Erasmus. I benefited from Erasmus+, so I can uh, really speak for that. And I do have uh, a couple of friends who were uh, EUA volunteers and I think uh, Marie Curie alumni, and well what what i can say is that obviously resonance plus is the most you know in, in terms of both of the scope and of uh, funds is as far as i know the biggest and most impactful what i think about these programs is that they are not only fundamental in enabling the you know uh, innovations in the industry and help career development and create connections it is also a lot a lot a lot about the culture so these in my very own opinion, of course, these enable stronger Euro- inter-European ties between member states, between the generations that are going to be, you know, um, in the driving seat in a few years, and they create a common and shared culture, common and shared understanding that that is going to uh, make possibly the the European uh, dream, the European objectives uh, stronger and more more, uh, effective in terms of who believes in them, who pursues them, how they pursue them.
0: There's currently a lot of discussion about how COVID might change our behavior and uh, how we can use the recovery as an opportunity. How do you see this from the perspective of the EU's under 30s?
4: I think uh, it's important that at, at EU level, we realize that uh, a lot of people are heavily depressed at the moment and that we need to to protect them and to show them that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Um, if we manage to do that, then and really, you know, use the COVID crisis as an opportunity to to really change the world i mean it's interesting because um the the un just published a report recently saying that actually if we don't really change our habit and start taking care of our planet seriously then we should be prepared for an era of global pandemic because uh with climate change uh, the virus spread faster and we'll see more and more of them and i find it super interesting to think if, um, if climate change is actually making uh, global pandemics more and more common, but also with global pandemics, we actually, show, we actually saw that from one day to another, the whole world had to change their daily habits. Um, it's interesting to kind of like try and close the loop and say, let's be proactive in terms of changing our habits massively across the world. And then we'll finally have that impact that we need so much for fighting climate change. So there is, I think there is a, a mind change change to adopt and really think this is our opportunity to accept that the old world is behind us and that we need to create something new uh, with this generation where, where maybe we fly less, where maybe we eat less meat, um, but there is just a new habits to create
0: together. And Jean, what do you think?
3: I think, um, you know, given uh, the, you know, The tough situation that has um, occurred before us um, in the kind of short year and a half period, I think one of the big things is to think that everyone kind of has a responsibility um, in this together. Uh, And I think, you know, if you look at some of the recent trends, we've seen that um, with regard to certain sectors of activity, we've pretty much jumped at least 10 years into the future in terms of using digital solutions. Um, And so I think, you know, given um, us growing up in this era, we are at a place to be really well-placed to spot maybe some of the technical advances that can be happen uh that will happen you know and to have um also a role in identifying the longer term innovation potential and then thereafter figuring out how can we scale um you know these new solutions and so i think i take this as an opportunity not just to say that we should innovate um but we should also be good about um you know being part of the solution identifying the problems and really working uh, towards that and even i think within connexio's work today we Really, see ourselves as an organization that helps to increase the supply of young innovators. You know, for our work in bridging the digital divide for disadvantaged communities and helping get uh, more uh, folks out there who are ready to hit the ground running.
0: What do you think, Flavia?
2: Well, uh, I guess that that is a question that both relies on member states because obviously each member state is sort of uh, taking its own approach, but. What I really think is important here is the EU level. It's uh, in the end, it's the Commission who's uh, you know leading uh, leading this. It's the Commission who, who really uh, pushed the push the accelerator, we can say. And uh, what what the the stance should be, in my very own opinion, on uh, the younger generations is again, uh, let's try to let's try to look at a new uh, perspective. Let's let's try to use a new perspective, a new approach. Not just reuse old recipes that didn't really work. Uh, we've we've been around with uh, with a stagnating economy and a stagnating generation, if you want, for the last ten years. Uh, you, you like it or not, and this this really needs to change. And next generation, you is. Is uh, you know a flywheel it could be really a flywheel for the current and next generation.
0: Is there a specific piece of advice you'd uh, you'd offer to young people or indeed uh, their families to stimulate the next generation of innovation and sort of regard this as a take home message of sorts?
4: make sure that you know what you get really excited about. I think sometimes uh, the, the the education system is, is bad at making us realize what makes myself uh, so special, what do I get really excited about, and how can I contribute? And once you've found that passion, then just put all your energy towards serving it and all your time because that's where you'll be successful. Um, and I think that's important. Know what you're passionate about and just... uh. And just go for it afterwards, uh, and you'll be you'll be happy, and you'll have an impact.
0: Slavia,
2: well, uh, I think uh, I think the the EU on well, the EU is very generic, but the various EU European institutions are doing a good job in in terms of their you know the, their programs, their support programs. What I what I must point out is uh, they're they're complex. So um, what I think is do your homework. And, and also be, be as positive and as active as you can.
0: Is that something you've considered, Gene?
3: every step kind of starts somewhere. Uh, and by testing, um, by really um, jumping into it, even though we have fears, I think, you know, even now with the, where the organization is at Connexio, I still have doubts, I still have challenges. Uh, but I think that's also the part of the adventure. And I think it is something that really uh, is going to be valued in the next decades to, you know, be a little bit entrepreneurial, to be able to take those risks. Um, and also, you know, find new opportunities within that.
0: So would that be your take-home message? Be entrepreneurial. Find the opportunities.
3: Uh, yeah, and then I think another uh, phrase I've also said uh, in the past, and I think to encourage young entrepreneurs, is to say, you know, start, you know, before you think you're ready.
1: What do you think, Deborah? Be aware of the issues in your community. Be aware of the people in your community. Um, in in my community, I can tell you, there's at least like four really really disadvantaged communities just right beside me and i live in a nice area so just being aware of what those people are going through instead of d- judging them for how they live or um you know just different things like that being aware of how of, of the issues that they're going through and being aware of how we can help them is just an incredible way to to create a a, a better way of living i think you know a better community um better community more compassion in our communities and i think that's that's really needed going forward
0: thank you everyone for your contributions you've really given listeners a lot to think about today
3: thank you so much thank you
0: thank you chris it's uh, been a pleasure
3: thank you much uh, very much as well thank you
0: that's it for this episode of opportunities podcast be sure to check out more in the series and feel free to like share and show how much you care about each topic This podcast series is an initiative of the European Commission and is part of the EU Industry Days 2021, Europe's flagship annual event on industry, taking place from the 23rd to the 26th of February 2021. For more information on the EU Industry Days 2021, visit the website euindustrydays.eu. This podcast was produced by VO with the financial support of the European Union. Its contents do not necessarily reflect the views of the EU.